Oh, <laughs> niggas, we is recording. Let me ask for the mic. No, so, Good evening, <laughs> and welcome to TPSG Theater. Wait, y'all want to start that over because of the nah, paper? Nah, 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 you good. But um nah, keep it ready. Good evening and welcome to TPSG Theater. It's your boys, the Physics Study Group. Hashtag TPSG. How y'all fellas doing tonight? I'm good, I'm good. We at you. Whoa, how how y'all fellas doing tonight? It's a midnight storm. No. But um Miami We're back with another dope episode for y'all. And it's an especially good night tonight. Oh yes, most definitely. We have a lovely guest on the show with us today. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Hi, my name is Nish. Hi, Nish. And I'm also known as Caribbean Kings on Instagram and YouTube. Yeah. Say that one more time. I'm also known as Caribbean Kings on Instagram and YouTube and also Twitter from time to time. Make sure you add the X. Yes, <laughs> yes, you must add the X. But um, yes, we have Nisha on today. Thank you for being Thank on. You. Thank you. For We're gonna go ahead and chop it up with her, and um, you know, do the TPSG uh, host interview slash thing we do. But um, before we get started, why why? What? I feel like the tone is so mellow. Like what? Yeah, I don't know. Are we are the, we on the midnight storm? Yeah, I feel like I feel no, like dramatic is, since we got company. Like he trying to put on his. His his, his, his late where he trying to put on his late night. No 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 no. This ain't the other podcast, bro. This ain't the for the um for the record. I'm pretty like. <laughs> <laughs> so, so oh this is how we need to get you know. What I'm oh saying? this is this is how you talk in the podcast. platmosphere. Oh okay, I see what's going on. It's, anyway, okay. he's in slow motion. You don't right want now. the clouds to hear you. Yeah, okay, man. You know what I'm saying. But um, <laughs> I'm your boy, as they just said, dramatic. I'm not gonna go with the AKAs. You know me. Oh, you see me? <laughs> he, you, he really. <laughs> and, and hi, my name is Shabby. My, my name is Shabby Ranks. Bro, bro, bro. Also known as Wade Bixby, and sometimes Black Dynamite. Mm. Sometimes. Yeah, 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 yeah. And this is your favorite, <laughs> Sir Blackstone the Third, aka Flocka Zulu. That's AKA arguable. <laughs> Pablo Escovich on the weekends. Hey. <laughs> Into the next eye. What it do, it's David Bowe, and I'm People's <laughs> Champ. Don't gas him up. Anyway, so we about to start No gas him. Oh, guys, let's do a couple shout outs. Oh, yes, yes, yes. One to. um. Oh, to the boy Travis Barr. Yeah, Tra- T Bar Gunner for Life. Um, for real. Um, we're gonna be featured on his blog, um, titled Curative Vision. Curate. Yeah, cur- sorry, curating vision. Curative. Curative. Sorry, it is curative. Sorry. Oh curative vision. Yes. We actually went over that a couple times. Yeah. <laughs> and he still did it. He still did it. You're amazing. Man, Your y'all got to do what the fuck. <laughs> y'all y'all got to do what the dog like. But anyway, curativevision.com. We're going to yes. be featured on there. So uh, check that out. Uh, we'll give y'all a heads up on that. When For it's sure. Dropping, though. But and another an another shout out to a podcast I was on recently. It's called The Creed of Podcasts, like Apollo Creed. Mm. 
And each episode is like round one, two, three, four, whatever. And is I was it... on round six, so oh, it's Y'all Apollo check Creed. It out. I yeah. thought it was like Creed the bad, the band. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, the podcast I was on is called the Creed of Podcast. <laughs> Yo, go ahead and check that out. It's featured on episode six. But They're um... bastards. <laughs> Apollo Creed. It's it's yeah, it's for Apollo Creed, but. Because it's box. Hey, why am I explaining this anyway? <laughs> Let's go check it out. Jeez Louise. What is wrong with me? Anyway, before we go on another 80 tangents. Jiminy. Um, Shabby was telling me something earlier. I was? About um that. Uh, oh, what quickly. Um, if we don't, I feel like we will be put in harm's way. It, it's Haitian what? flag day. So oh yeah! Shout out! We got to shout out them. Shout zoes. out to my zoes. We oh boy, shout we almost fucked up. <laughs> Niggas made team boys Haitian flag day. Boy, had we Zach not? I, I think I just saved boy, our lives. Hey, shout, nah, shout <laughs> out. hey yo, yo, wait one time. Shout out to my coworker Natalie. My bad, I ain't shout you out today <laughs> and say happy yeah. Haitian flag day. Apologize. And boys. when you finally <laughs> actually listen to this podcast, you gonna come to me at work and be like, yo, good looking at my nigga. So. Uh, yeah, Happy Flag Day, Natalie. Word. Shout out to yeah. the Zoes. Shout out to 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 the Haitian massive. While while the rest of us Caribbean folk was waiting on colonialism to end, that was cutting crackers head clean off. You For feel real? Me? So, shout out to them. Now we want our freedom <laughs> about nowish, like right now. Shout out to Haiti to having the what the largest slave revolt. In the oh, the only, su- the only the only successful, successful slave, slave revolt. Slave revolt. Oh, yes, yeah, yes. I knew that because <laughs> I didn't realize it was Haitian Flag Day. So this is real knowledge, y'all. Yeah, one time for Haiti. Word. But yeah, shout out to the Zolts. But uh, oh, sorry. Okay, I just want to give a shout out to Sandina that I met yesterday. Um, she's a freshman at Miami Dade College. She's a PR student, and she's basically trying to go out into the community to basically spread her culture and basically meet with a lot of Haitian Americans. So shout out to her today too. That's what's up. That's what's up. That's dope. What's her name again? Sandina. Sandina. You gotta spread that knowledge when you have it. Word, word. But um on to someone that doesn't have much knowledge. (laughs) Oh man, yeah. That was I'm guessing we're talking about We talk about that Cheeto in that big white house in DC. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You mean to tell me this is the five minutes of fuckery? Uh, Oh shit. The five minutes of fuckery. Timer starts now. (laughs) All right, so what do you got this time, guys? So he what now? (laughs) So I feel like every 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 day it's like the, it's <laughs> I feel and, you. and somebody finally got through to him and told and, and got him to got him to get off Twitter. Like somebody like I think someone took his phone from him. <laughs> oh my god. Like he's a, and if, like if he's you guys don't haven't guessed who we're talking about, we're talking about um our fewer. Um <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about um Oh about, shit! Uh, he, that's dark. <laughs> that's very dark. <laughs> man, the par- the parallels are, are, are crazy. That so yeah, it's insane. So apparently, he done um he 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 released classified information to 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 the Russians. To the Russians, right? Huh? Like 
I'm gonna sound redundant as fuck, but doesn't this sound like a bad action movie? Like that it, shit happens only in movies. It's fucking happening. It is right sir, sir, so Sir Black Stallion, you you mean to tell me the commander in chief in chief of this great nation of ours? All fifty <laughs> states. All fifty states. All fifty nations. <laughs> All 50 nations. <laughs> Including <laughs> Might as well Including be. Alaska, my nigga. Alaska. <laughs> especially Alaska. Espe- exactly. Especially you know who lives in Alaska? Alaska. You know who? You know who lives in Alaska? Alaskans. You know what? You know who lives in Alaska? Blockbuster. Okay. Yes, I brought it in there. Blockbuster lives in Alaska. <laughs> so that was a uh, reminiscent tangent, <laughs> but um, including Alaska. Including Alaska. Including Alaska. That he gave away top secret. <sighs> top secret. Top secret. Intel. <laughs> Intelligence. <laughs> to the Russians. Is that what you mean to tell me? Yes, dog. The same. The, the the same the same motherfuckers you had to fight in Call of Duty. He gave them niggas. Oh my god. Oh. <laughs> hey, bro. Re- like on the real. If he, if he just had a news conference and he said, "My bad," I might not be as mad as Adam. <laughs> But he, it happened, and he has he said anything? He oh, so he had a, a, a press conference. He about to shut those down, by the way. Oh God, he talk about no president in history has been treated mm-hmm. more unfairly or more poorly by the what? media. Oh, I wish y'all could see think? Nisha's face right now. You Perfect think? face, like what, nigga? You wonder why? It's really oh, but what about Bush? I mean, come on. <laughs> Go ahead, sister. Speak your mind. Speak your mind. Speak your mind. I just this is an open forum. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I just don't know who he thinks he is. Like, I just know who he thinks he is because I don't know. It's just like ever since he's been in the White House, he's been he's done nothing but complain about what he hasn't been given, how hard it's been for him, mm-hmm. and he's he he basically. I don't know if he thought it was gonna be something super easy or he was just gonna be treated as the greatest, but. He's basically been, I guess, walking around with like a high chest mm-hmm. and yeah. thinking that everything can just be given it to him. Given to him. He's entitled. Right, exactly. Yes, so when you said that, I was just like, he said what? <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure people, I mean, presidents have been shot, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty yeah. sure. Yeah, a couple. They you have know. been. You know, <laughs> At least a couple. <laughs> like, you know, Do you know the stuff they said about Roosevelt when they found out he was in a wheelchair, bro? Oh, shit. The stuff they said about Obama, dog. Like the stuff they still say about Nixon and Reagan. Like, Who called Reagan the devil? Yeah, <laughs> but I mean that you know they have a valid argument. Yes, yeah, but I mean <laughs> then again, no president has been as unqualified as far as oh, we know. Boy. At least in any word, fuck, I, you've done. First of all, you've done unprecedented times. dumb shit. So it's like. <laughs> the backlash you get is like no at dead, some point yeah it's like how delusion like do you have to be to be like i'm not i'm not the one fucking up y'all just like to talk shit like you don't yo like all right, you know what? we we could so, definitely complain about this nigga all day i said this yeah we yeah, should he, not even 
<laughs> like I said, hold on, Cheeto is carrot. I call niggas I love it, man. I know that's why I'm like I feel. Ter- I take it back. I take it back. <laughs> you mean to tell me that this nigga's done d- dumb shit that no other niggas done before? Pretty <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, much. You know what? I'm president of dumb shit. And, and um, one of the most unprecedented dumb things was even speaking to Comey about. Uh, loyalty. Oh yeah. But was that dumb or was that politics? That he you was trying. He was. Um, I think he trying to loyalty. be on some mob shit. Like you think, <laughs> like he. What the evidence do you need? But then you, you, yes. you, you could, you could definitely tell, like how he conducts business. Yeah. And he's used to like that same type of fashion or trying to do that. Say you know, trying to strong arm people. Yeah, yeah bullying into, people and shit. You know, yeah. into no, just have trying to have leverage. You know. Word is like, oh, you know, you gonna have my back in this situation. Like, you can't do that shit trying to run a country, dog. Like, you can't do that shit and sound and scream innocence. Like, that sounds so guilty. At least not trying to be shady. Like, you can do that about positive things, (laughs) not about trying to get yourself out of an FBI investigation for sharing secrets with another country. That's still insane, even as you said. I just feel like he prides himself on being a businessman, but he feels like that business attitude can just apply in all situations. Mm-hmm. And also to be an effective leader, you have to be a situational leader. You know, you have to be that type of person that knows how to think adapt, on feet. right? Sorry. Exactly. And be able to change your, how you say things, change what, what message you're being delivered to different individuals, different situations in order to succeed as the president of the United States. Yeah. Good point. Mm-hmm. Great point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'll just check my watch for five minutes. Fuck I it. think she right, shut uh, that no. down. <laughs> Damn, niche. Niche knowledge. <laughs> what a Harlem shit. <laughs> but um, yeah, man. Like every like, oh, what I, I was gonna say earlier. Uh, ever since he's been president, the negative news about him has much outweighed the positive news. Like, anytime positive he does something, we're like, nigga, what? <laughs> every single time he makes a decision or passes something or makes a move, Here we like go again. what? Are you serious? Like the positive sorry, news, the majority is like of them, the stuff you hear, you know. Oh, there's actual movement being made about him, him being impeached, <laughs> right? But um, uh, something to 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 a lighter topic, a, a definitely a um, uh, a more uh, a more well fitted topic. Male rompers. Next, <laughs> next. For, first of all, has anyone even? The, well, the internet has has. Oh yeah, the, yeah. The internet has won, like, it wasn't even close. It's been on a streak since it started. Where, pretty much but, since but the internet the existed, thing. it's been on a winning streak. Here's here's the thing, I've seen a million romper jokes, but I've I've yet to see like where it came from or example of oh of a male romper. Like I feel like we all gonna like roast that shit. And then when it actually comes out, niggas are gonna be like, "But you haven't seen it's just, it's no. kind of fly though." <laughs> no, bro, bro, bro. Look no well, actually, first actually, for, yeah, I'm gonna have Look y'all refer right to here. it as the right term. Yeah, a romp him, romp him. <laughs> okay, that was a romp him, romp him, romp him. That if sounds like French, a you know, like a <laughs> character from Lord <laughs> of the Rings. Nah, romp nah, him. No, in certain, and it is romp him. You know? No, I see people doing it, but no, it's, I don't it's see it lasting. Strange. Like, look at the zippers. But you know, what? I can do the long one, bro. I can do the long, the dicky, the dicky suit. I can do a dicky suit. Yeah, I've never even worn one of those. I need the dicky mechanic suits. Oh, 
I've had I've had a pair of overalls before though. I feel like I feel like yeah, if it wasn't like called a romper, you'd wear it. Yeah, exactly. You know what? No, because <laughs> I would. You no, you know what? It, you know what it would have been? They would have tricked me yeah, at first. I would have went to the store and be like, "Man, this is some stylish ass shit." Mm. I would have put it on and been like, "Hold the fuck up, this is a romper." <laughs> I would have took it right back off. Mom, look, you know, he's wearing a romper. You know why? Man. You know why I have this type of attitude towards it though, because I felt this way about skinny jeans. Like I was that nigga. I was the oh these gay these skinny jeans. These, da, 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 da. And now every time I peel off a pair of pants, I'm like you fucking hypocrite. <laughs> so I I, I I would never say. <laughs> well, yo, like the other day I asked my sister if my pants were too baggy. <laughs> oh wow, <laughs> nigga. How about this? That's the. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Did you ever yeah. think that you would be wearing? Joggers in public, my nigga. Yeah, oh my god, this society has become that so That would happen five years ago, wait, bro. Wait, wait, you know, you know what? You know what? You know what's just making me think about what were people saying about overalls back then when, like, like well, farmers wore overalls. That's true. That's yeah. true. That's true. It was a no, but um, um, uh, somebody brought up a good point. Um, is that the only unisex? Popular yeah. piece of clothing that I can remember. <laughs> yeah, everybody wears overalls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah that's, yeah. Overalls, that's like human clothing. But even, <laughs> yeah. but even women's jeans are different from <laughs> men's jeans. But and um, with, there are women t-shirts as well too. Uh, what about how y'all feel about um, as far as the rompers go? How y'all feel about women saying, um, hey, you in the blue romper? No, 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 not that. Those news like are like the whole not thing about meat. fragile mascul- masculinity. Like saying the dudes that don't like it is always too feminine. Oh, your masculinity is fragile. They well, hit you with that. I'm what? sure. I'm sure yeah. there are some <laughs> men whose masculinity is fragile, but there mm-hmm. are. I'm sure there are some men who just know that they don't like it. Yeah, that's all it is. So it's like, I nah, mean, I'm not gonna wear it. Like, like this, that, that's it. <laughs> I mean, I feel like I could wear it if I felt. I like can't it, even wear it. I, I'm not built for that shit. But I feel like a lot <laughs> of it is driven by that though. That like hell, night like. Cause you can tell by the jokes, it's like, mm-hmm. oh, you, like, oh, you're you're a chick now. You're wearing a romper. It's yeah. like, if you yeah. notice, no. all those jokes are, are like role reversals. If you know, yeah. yeah. Oh no, of course, yeah. yeah that's what yeah, makes it so funny. That's what they're scared of, you know. But what's crazy? Like, my entire life, rompers was so rompers are still our thing. I only knew women wearing, but I start seeing these models wearing rompers. And I'm like, okay, dudes have been, but that's all I've seen. Mm-hmm. I've never seen a romper on a man. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I'm gonna automatically think that's feminine. That's the only people I've seen in the rompers a woman. Yeah. And then the man's just like, all right, that's. But apparently they do it. Like I said, they model it, and so from the from yeah. the picture I seen, it kind of just looks like a, a matching like pants and jet. Ja- yeah, jacket. short and yeah. shirt. Yeah. Oh, that was like so a, together. Yeah. yeah. That was a longer yeah. romper. That was like a different fit though. You remember the picture, the first picture that we saw? Yeah. Yeah, but Nish, what you think about these rompers? I was just gonna, or I guess, rompins. I was just gonna <laughs> um, piggyback on to. Well, I already said a basic. Well, I, I guess I didn't say what I thought, but I wanted to piggyback on what Jordan said as far as you know, never seeing other people wear rompers. But can that also apply to the fact when um, rappers started introducing the dresses that they were wearing, and they weren't seen as dresses, but they were just seen as long shirts. Oh, wait, those. Wait, wait. So, would you would you say that same? Um, 
well, no, I guess no, same no. concept to that as well. Probably that's why you know people are just need need time to adjust to it type of thing. No, no, no. It could be because yeah, usually, usually that is also something you know, like the long shirt thing. Kind of, I, I, nah. Yeah, I, well, I understand like why you bring it up, shirts. but yeah, are long you insulting extra dressing. long tees? Nah. No, no, no. Not like, the extra long tees. The ones where they're kind of like curvy. Oh, the, the scoop. Oh, the scoop shit. And they have the split in it. Yeah. Uh, they have the slit in it. No, those like, nah. Yeah. That that was weird. Like, I actually bought a shirt like that by accident. I saw this dope white shirt. And I was, it wasn't, it wasn't, I don't think it's cut, but it like flared out. And I didn't realize it. I didn't try it on. I was like, yo, it's a dope shirt. <laughs> it was, but it was in like a big shirt anyway. So then I put it on when we were getting ready to go out somewhere. And I was like, yeah, this shirt clean. And I looked in the mirror and I was like, mm, why do I got some, <laughs> some hips? <laughs> now, like the long shirt thing, and I, I just thought I, it was I, weird. I never okay. wore it again, bro. I never wore it again. It's weird. It's not yeah. meant, I mean, like. I could see why people would wear it for occasions in like performance, you know, because it's a, it gives that effect. But like in regular life, it's not me. But them dresses, I ain't never been on that. Okay. I ain't cool with that. Like yeah. I don't care if I seen a rapper wearing a dress. I'm like, oh my god, he wearing a dress. <laughs> why? Yeah, straight up. <laughs> okay. Ain't me. <laughs> So I've never really accepted that, so I can't speak for that. Oh, the foul owl. Foul owl is here. Foul owl in the room. Foul owl in the room. Word. I, I just felt like... <laughs> Legit in the Tootsie Pop commercial right now. <laughs> I just had to pose a question. Like I was going to originally ask, what do you guys notice the de- decline in masculinity? But I think it's pretty obvious at this point. So, like, I was going to ask what is, like, the opinions about it. Because things like rompers and everything, it's like, and especially, like, niche, I would love to hear your opinion on this. Yeah, but, um, I don't know. It's like, 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 men are, I guess, just losing their masculinity, the, the most I can say. Yeah, y'all do the talking. Well, I... I agree with that. I do agree with that. But at the same time, I feel like like I I don't know. Like, I mean? <laughs> no, no, no. I feel no, like I, I feel something. like I feel like they um in a way they all you know try to take away, you know, masculinity or whatever. But at the same time, you kinda have the right, like I don't I don't wanna do that. You know what I'm saying? When you automatically say I don't like that, I don't wanna do that, they call you a you something a fold, you get, you know what I'm saying? You get you get labeled as hate him. I'm sad. Just, just don't like it. That's all. You could you could yeah. do it, you straight, but it's not for me, type thing. Yeah, but I mean I think the cause a, a lot they they try to blur that that, that gender line. I oh, think constantly. That yeah. I think, you know, that's been the more the, the trend is like, okay, people are trying to like, you know, fuse these kind of gender roles or just like mm-hmm. And you know more, and it feels like more of an initiative rather than like a educational thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. Like they're trying to push the idea on you rather than say, "Well, this is a thing that's." Well, I feel like it's. I f- people are just trying new stuff, and and I, I feel like we're we're from such traditional mm-hmm. backgrounds that you know we 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 know like it, we have an idea of like. All right, this is what a man is in our mind, you know? Mm-hmm. And, you know, other, 
you know, and other people is just like, all right, they they feel like they can do this and like that and still feel like a man is like, all right, you do you. That, you know, it's, I don't know where I was just going with that. Cause. <laughs> well, um, I, I, I think... like it's it's such a strange thing to observe because like you you remember once upon a time like for example if you take it back there are different times in history where people in pop culture hip-hop culture have been questioned about their sexuality back Mm -hmm. to prince michael jackson Mm -hmm. um, but they always stood firm in what they ran with right yeah, i mean every and there was never like really like it, it was wasn't ambiguous it wasn't like this it wasn't like this wait is he you know and then now it's you know it's just another level like everyone has to take it up to the next level every generation whatever you want to call it it's just everything you, gotta, you find weird you know yeah and weird it, is in now because yeah you know there was a time <laughs> when weird was not cool or mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it or and I mean, it's just... Being smart wasn't cool. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, when you really look at it, it's like it's a it's a one-piece piece of clothing. Like, mm-hmm. essentially, that's what it is. And it's like, you've worn that before in some form or fashion, whether it was a dicky suit, whether it was a pair of overalls. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, the, the jokes are hilarious. But it's the labels they try to put on it. Yeah. And it's the psychological... Let me get this. Cause Let me get this out. Let me get this out. It's it's the psychological conditioning that comes along with it. Mm. Yep. With what, the labels. What mm. of of what? Just the romping? Psychological or? conditioning of saying, Oh, it's okay to be feminine or whatever, whatever. Like and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with being feminine or being who you are. I'm mm-hmm. saying like it feels like the it just feels like there's so much I don't even, I don't even <laughs> know how to express this right now, man. I don't even know how to express this right now. But I definitely feel like ideas are being pushed out there because there's mm-hmm. a majority of people with a certain type of thinking that have the power to put these ideas out there in the media. Oh, so like to do, or mm-hmm. to put out the fashion, you know, yeah. people in the fashion industry. And make sure it reaches and like, you too. And, I'm, and it's okay, but it, it just feels like, I don't know if I'm overreacting or... But it just feels like there's a lot of things being pushed out there, and it's it's taking away the masculinity in, to an extent. I'm I, I'm a, is this in that reference to the to the rompings? Yeah, yeah, the dumb yeah. rompers were so, like they just. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I honestly don't think they're that bad the, though. No, yeah, them dudes busting the champagne bottles. Why is that shit? Okay, yeah, yeah. The the, the short ones. They look like kitty pajamas, man. A little bit. Like, not a child like, anymore. Like they were, they wore those in their adolescence, and they put them on as a joke because they used to. It's like a onesie. Sleepover. You could wear it to a onesie party. <laughs> mm. Yeah. During the day. See, all right, um. Did we spend too much time on this? I don't know. We spent too much time on this. <laughs> what y'all think? On to uh, the next topic. Yeah, we just went from like rompers to mascu- the <laughs> masculine. We appreciate going down a finesse. Yeah, yeah, that would have. Yeah, we could have. We could have. You know, 
transition a little better than that, you know. But, well, speaking of, well, we could but, but, rewind. But, but here's, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, what you were saying about that dramatic? Wait, are we still on this? <laughs> <laughs> uh, with that being said, he it's time to he, move he on. He didn't hit his rewind button. Y'all. Um, wait, I did something happen with uh, Miss America? Yes, Miss America's answer. <laughs> Niche, we got to hear your thoughts about this. Cause wait, wait, I, well, set it up. Let, let us know what happened first. Yeah. Well, I, I'm not probably not the right person to introduce the topic, but I definitely know that she was asked about health care. Was the question along the lines of, is it a privilege or a right? Oh, yes. Or that's do what you it think was. it okay. should be or right. something? And somehow her answer came out where everyone interpreted it as her saying it is a privilege. Mm-hmm. But then apparently a day later, she corrected her answer. I'm doing air quotes, saying that <laughs> she is privileged to have health care through her employer. Mm-hmm. Did I get that right? It's it's along the lines. You, you're, <coughs> yeah. you, you might as well be right. Yeah. You might as well be right. And, but that, 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 I me, feel like I, that's a Republican. Uh, but I would mind. take it as her just backpedaling and being like oh, oh man everybody hates me now yeah it, it, so it's... let me change my answer up and the answer just happened to be but it kind of answer that can be easily flipped it is, it, it kind of is a weird question though but it is a strange question what 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 do you think i know on social media a lot of women were um pretty upset by that well in general a lot of people are upset but women specifically because we felt as though miss america basically represented well she does represent the women of america and the fact that she was speaking on behalf of America, it made it seem like this is what all Americans think, all American True. women think. So I know a lot of people were, you know, upset as far as that. I know my personal opinion, my personal opinion on it was that I felt like she was wrong in that sense. It is I don't see it as a privilege. The fact that um, President Obama he came in and allowed us to basically take part, well, not even take part, basically provide this opportunity for all, all of us to get health care, mm. which he believes should have been here already, and that's why he worked so hard on it. So I felt mm-hmm. like, as mm. far as going back to Miss America, she misspoke, and like Asim was saying, that she tried to retract her, her statement because she got, quote-unquote, caught, mm-hmm. and she got, you know, dragged a little bit. So... Mm. <laughs> I think I think it was a weird question to begin with. Because a lot of times, you know, you could be in a situation where you ask a question and you don't even know, like, the basis of which that question is coming from. Because I, I, I feel like it's a, it's obviously like a, a political question. Yeah. Because, you know, you, because there's different ways to look at that question. You're like, you're like um, well, I am privileged to have health care. You know, not everyone in the world has that pr- you know has that so it's a it is a privilege at the same time as it is a well (laughs) (laughs) shout out shout out out to cleo y'all well shout out to cleopatra she's running around here (laughs) for those of y'all who don't know cleopatra is a fancy cat (laughs) but uh fanciest feline that ever did but yeah but what was the question (laughs) is is it a privilege or what or a Yes. All right. All right. Yeah. Right. right so yeah. So like yeah. You depending on the way you look at it, it's like 
it, it it's both really it was like yeah it's a, it should be a right for everyone but then you know when you if you have it you are privileged to have it because you know yeah. it's something good to have so it's like it's it is a weird question i think so to that way to look a good answer to to be but then you know you never sometimes like when you get hit with questions like that like you don't really see what the what the what they're really trying to ask you because i you know you know what i mean well because i didn't really see like the reaction so i'm just guessing that you know it's a possibility that might have happened but i don't think she was, she really knew what she was being asked good point well i think that would have been a good answer because um in the sense if you flip it in the sense of you know Although it should be a right, it's a reality in this country that it's not. Mm-hmm. So when you do have health care, you are privileged, mm-hmm. unfortunately, in this country. <laughs> Boom, Imagine flip that. that shit. Unfortunately privileged. Everybody would have loved her. And unfortunately right now, um, a lot of people fall into the category that don't have it or can't afford it. And a lot more people are going to be falling into that category mm-hmm. um, if these uh, new legislations actually go forward um but yeah no it's crazy that they would Trump ask will that probably get impeached before then though hopefully hopefully but i mean Crossing it's crazy that they would ask a question like that the the way they did it and it's perfectly it makes perfect sense because she did bring up her employer when when she would they originally asked her in question when they originally asked her the question oh, okay, okay. so um it makes sense that she she might have misspoke or might not really have understood the question uh but i mean but you know How they practice these that? answers. These answers are like they. I think they get a bank of questions. They have a. They make a bunch of answers and memorize a basis of the answer or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they'll be like, "Oh, this question, crap." Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. But I mean, hopefully. <laughs> All right. When you don't know what to do to start singing, you be in your boss's office. You forgot the words to your presentation. You know, you know what? Um, Sounds personal. I think it's, it's about that time that we take a break. So, dramatic issue out the instructions. All right, three simple instructions. All right. <laughs> First thing you're gonna do. You're going to smoke a spliff. All right. Instruction number two. Right. <laughs> you're going to take a shot. Okay. And the third and most important is instruction. You forget this, start over. Mm. Rub yourself a nice fat booty. All right. And we'll be back in a couple. My podcast just went viral. And that's all thanks to you, ladies and gentlemen. It's your boy here, Mr. Jormatic, a.k.a. Crawl Daddy. And I just need y'all to go ahead, hit who-designs.com slash TPSG and hit iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher to search the physics study group. And also we're hashtag Googleable. Just go on Google, type the physics study group in and you'll find our Facebook, Twitter, IG. Remember to follow, like, subscribe, rate, and share. We appreciate y'all. Peace. And we're back. We're there. Yes, you're not a please. It's the it's the usual suspects, but we're here along with our good friend Niche. 
Wow. No, no. Let's throw that out there. Let's <laughs> let, let's bring that back. Yeah, we, let's bring that we, back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, with, the, no. with the degrees? <laughs> Alright. So <laughs> So now no <laughs> Now we're just gonna we're, just, we're gonna I'm holler. laughing at the look Nish gave. Yeah, she was like, "What?" She's like, "What? Really? Is that oh, what you all think of the me?" Things you could think of. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it rhymed. It was in the moment. Yeah, I'm yeah y'all, he was thinking about. No, no, y'all were talking about in the cut, and back in the. Oh, so oh, yeah. Oh, okay, I see. Okay, I get it. So, yeah, in the crease of life. Figuratively, in the crease of. Like, like nah, I mean, in the, the crease cre- of time. Yeah. Yes. Sure. Yeah. Yes. Metaphorically, okay. right. Everything loops, mm-hmm. and every what's once was is then. Word. Because now. Word. Is in the future past. Word. And you gotta live in the moment because exactly. it might it changes, never come again. But stays the same, right in the crease. All right. And that <laughs> we went we divulge into the lyrics. Oh God. And that was a. <laughs> Another. Classic TPSG. Join with us, Niche. Wildness. But what we said was wild as tangent. Because that's exactly what that was. It's crazy because I've been trying to figure out that's what you guys have been saying this whole time with oh. that. Oh. Like when I was listening, I was like, Wild that I guess we got to be more clear. Yeah, right, right, right. I didn't, I didn't yeah, p- pick it up. Wild. We gotta get in the studio and, and actually record this, we do. so, so we, we can just hit that hit button. button. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like I'm not gonna see what it sounds like. We'll so call up Quincy Jones real quick. Make this happen. We have them connects. Not the not the Quincy Jones, y'all know. <laughs> no, 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 no. We we know another nigga named no, Quincy no, 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 no. Jones. Yeah, he, 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 he sell pit bulls on the side. <laughs> Quincy from Six Out. <laughs> <laughs> you know the nigga that lived next to the candy that, lady. That nigga cute. <laughs> <laughs> but um, we're here for a reason, guys. Yeah. Um, we we have a good friend with us. Um, she has a YouTube channel called Caribbean Kinks, right? <laughs> and her IG, um, and and, and IG sometimes, and um, <laughs> the the page is primarily about like you know your hair journey and stuff like that. But there's other stuff on there, like you know, I'm, you talk about like you know your life experiences. You talk about um different topics. So what what made you start your that that channel in the first place? Like what was the 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 aim behind it? Like what did you envision it being? So back in 2014, I big chopped my hair, and 2015 is when I created my YouTube channel. So I initially created the YouTube channel as far as a means to um, document my YouTube journey. And then um, basically I did two videos, I fell off, and then I started grad school in the same 2015. So basically a year and a half, I guess, a year and a half of you know not being on YouTube, Back in 2015, well, sorry, back in 2015, 2015 now. So um, back in January 2017, you know, my my workload as far as grad school started getting lighter. I'm preparing for graduation. And I decided to basically restart the journey, but this time expand it more than it was. So basically during the time that I was natural, I started experimenting with protective styling. And also being in grad school, there's a lot of experiences as far as... Um, 
you know, the difficulties as far as being underqualified and being overqualified with the degree and with no experience. So I started talking about topics like that. And then I did a couple of reviews. Sorry. Then I started thinking about, you know, product reviews and um, anything else that I wanted to talk about. I would say that I put on my channel because I do not want to lim limit myself as a specific type of vlogger just because um, it's my channel and I feel like I shouldn't just narrow down my specific my message to a specific audience. Yeah, don't pay no yourself. Yeah, no, no, I agree with you. Yeah, I'm saying okay, yeah, so I, so I, so I started trying to label myself as a niche vlogger, basically someone who doesn't focus on a specific area of topics. Like they talk about, you know, everything that they want to talk about. So that's what I'm trying to do now. Well, that's good. So you know, you expand your audience, and you know, and that way, talking to a lot more people. Yeah, and they do call it career suicide, honestly, because in order for you to successfully, um, I guess make a profit and actually gain um increase your subscribers you have to choose an industry so mm. many choose only specifically makeup many only specifically talk about natural hair but mm. i felt like because i am a diverse individual mm -hmm. and i have a lot to offer i felt like i wanted my channel to be about this and it's not about the subscribers for me it's not about the money for me it's about the message so mm. you are powerful words jack of all trades mm. In the, we know who gets this week's EBP award. Oh, Congratulations, Nish. Congratulations, Nish. You are this week's excellent black person. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. And um, we'll, we'll send you a, yeah, we'll, a, care a package we'll, we'll, we'll curated care. specifically to your liking. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, that's cool. Like, you know, in, in, the, in the words of, you know, the model of Wu-Tang Financial and they got to Diver diversify your bonds yeah exactly <laughs> but that, that that's dope and um i mean you know people people just say that because it's easier to do it that way you know to kind of pick uh a niche <laughs> and and like and do it that way but i mean it's 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 always possible you know to to go different avenues and it's like it it, it opens you up to be able to do more with your channel so yeah, that's dope. That's really dope. <laughs> so what's your what uh, what's your oh? I just want to clarify something because I just realized that in the hype and so my excitement to be here, I misused niche. I said niche as far as focusing on on a specific market when with without um, focusing on a specific market, I'm a niche vlogger, which is the opposite of what I am. So I just wanted to clear that up. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I got that. Yeah. Yeah. Cool, yeah. Saying that you are... Not a niche vlogger. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Word, word, word. So what's the... Um, what do you see, like... Why did my mind just draw blank? Like, <laughs> I want to say something. Watching your videos made me realize that there's a whole other world I don't know about, even after watching Good Hair by, by Chris Rock. Oh, word, yeah. Like, for real. Like, I didn't know that wigs had all these kinds of adjustments. and Like, like I knew it was hard to be a woman, but damn. Like, <laughs> down to the hair, man. Even if you got your own hair, and, like, I see women <laughs> with these beautiful, stylish wigs, and I'm like, oh, they probably just pop it out. Like, for real, that's how I think about it. Mm -hmm. And then I saw you review that wig um, of the one you got on Amazon, 
And oh, yeah. Like, he said it had the adjustable <laughs> pull tab. And, and I'm like, damn, she spent that much. And it got messed up. And, whatever. and I'm just like, damn. If I was a woman, I would be broke. Yo, y'all be blowing that dough. <laughs> But honestly, that can also be said about the natural hair journey because when you are new to na the natural community, you basically don't know what product you need to use for your hair. You don't know what type of um, hair you have. First of all, some people go through that phase and you basically try and buy products that you see other vloggers buying or other people doing. And then when you realize after you buy them, it doesn't work for your hair. So basically, we go through this product haul, as I would call it. And just going through those products, going through the steps, it's just, you're right, we go through a lot. Nah, a lot. Yeah, a whole lot of trial so and error. Right. You have to think about whether it's like you're going to deep condition or you're going to... um, And like there's so much work that goes into just making your hair look this way today. Right. Yeah. And it, it, it really helped. I mean, I've, I've, I've noticed things. I mean, I grew up... I was raised by women, but still didn't... um, I still didn't realize there was that much to it. <laughs> Now yeah. you you've actually gone through the big trap twice now. Um, what were the reasons behind that? But I, the <laughs> first one was to um start dreads, mm -hmm. and basically as I was growing my hair, I decided to start experimenting with my natural hair, and that's why I was that's why I stayed natural for three years until the second big chop, where I did it as a new beginning. Um, as I mentioned off air, I went through um a job offer loss. Uh, when I came back from Trinidad Carnival, and Damn. it basically hurt. It's like my dreams were basically crushed. I put all my eggs in one basket, and it was basically. You were taking that chance. Mm -hmm. Right, exactly. I quit, I, I quit my job, and I signed my papers to start employment with this job. And when I came back from my vacation, you know, thinking everything's fine, she basically um, took the offer away from me. So... I felt at the time because I wanted to start, I guess, in a new industry. I wanted to start trying to get a new job mm -hmm. that it was time for me to big chop my hair again. And also, I felt like after three years, it was time too. So New beginning. Right, exactly. Yeah, that was, I, 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 saw, I watched that video too, and that was crushing to even just listen to. Let yeah. Mm -hmm. So Talk I can only imagine, down. but to see that you're, you know, that you're motivated and you're still pushing and sometimes that helps you be introspective you know when some True. bad things happen and it builds your character um i, I think you're gonna get some good content because of some of the things yeah. you've been through too yeah. honestly honestly yeah. it's just another a bigger better door waiting to open absolutely yeah. now and we're glad you're okay after it too <laughs> yeah um what's the saying but but still she persevered or still she but still i rise no, no, that's something different. <laughs> no, no, that's something different. That's my Angela. I know that much. But um, you you just mentioned it. You went to Trinidad for Carnival. You got to tell us about that. <laughs> what do you want to know specifically? Well, first of all, from the videos, it looked lit. First off, let's start there. Second, but we can never know because we were never there. So you give us that, you know, firsthand personal experience. It was an experience, especially, you know... um doing Miami, Miami Carnival for um, a couple of years mm -hmm. and going to the motherland of where Carnival, I guess you can say originated type thing. Mm -hmm. But um, it was just a different experience as far as people, as far as the environment. You know, um, I, you know, at, with Miami Carnival, we had the same type of events. Well, not the same type of events, but similar events. Mm -hmm. But the fact that you're in another island mm -hmm. partaking mm -hmm. in those events, it was just a different experience. I will say 
please, if you all are planning to go to Trinidad Carnival, that walk is no joke. Like, mm. I want to say that I did like 15 miles. Right, exactly. And um, keeping hydrated was very important. I'll say my skin has never been clearer than it has been in Trinidad <laughs> because all that walking, all that water consumption, you know, that's what you have to do. You have to be prepared for the walk. You have to keep hydrated to really survive out there. Didn't mm. you train before a little bit before going to carnival? I train? Uh, or did you like work out or anything? No, like actually, that? I didn't. I I just I mean I well you thugged it. I yeah. didn't. I want to <laughs> say I trained. I just cut down on my portion so that I wouldn't have to be stuck sucking in my stomach for my pictures. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> that's really about it. Um, I that's all I did. I just cut down on my um on what I was eating, the type of food I was eating to basically get a flatter stomach. But um, I did train in the past for a 2014 carnival when I was actually actively in the gym doing kickboxing, you know, trying to be there. Yeah. Doing that John Claude Van Damme shit, I feel. <laughs> did, you, did you see a difference in, like, the way people, like, their their passion towards, like, carnival or, like, their... Did you, did you like, notice any, like, notable difference between, like, how they were in carnival from here? I feel like, um, I guess, the dancing... Because it might be carnival. I know from a woman, these men out here. No offense if anybody are listening. Mm-hmm. Oh, offense taken. But oh, but the men out here in Miami really be trying to pop oh, up on you, like mm-hmm. forcefully, like come here, girl, like oh hold your hand, type of thing, like whoa. Yeah. But in Trinidad, you know, it's more about the vibes. You know, you really see people being lost in the music. Mm-hmm. And that's what's more, that's what I noticed too as well, is with the dancing and being lost in music here in Miami Carnival. It was, it's just, you know, everybody likes the music, but it's not really being lost. It's just basically mm-hmm. having a good time. But you see the people out there are more passionate and you can really see that this type of culture, um, it's it's really powerful, especially um, in Trinidad Carnival too. Um, for I think Carnival Tuesday, Carnival Monday, Carnival Tuesday, everything was closed. Like the whole where we where we where we were located, there were no shops open. It, we had like little um little vendors on the street because you know people get hungry on the road and stuff like that. But the I think the um the main places were closed because they knew it was Carnival time. Right. So that's mm-hmm. different too. Mm. Yeah, because they're out there. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That's dope. Yeah, because it's, it's the culture. It's part of their history. Right, exactly. So, yeah. Very, that must have been an amazing experience. No, I got to ask. Um, what was your favorite part of it all? I mean, or your favorite event or favorite thing you did? I would say... Okay, I'll say two. Tribe. Everybody knows Tribe as a, um American party, American Miami Carnival party. And I thought that tribe would actually be big in Miami Carnival, but it's really not that big. But how they the layout as far as tribe goes, the setup was really impressive. And um, as for another, um, I guess place that I I liked too uh, was Maracas Beach. It's another famous tourist beach, and the view I have a picture on my phone is amazing. And um, just seeing that clear water first of all, the mountains, it's. That was like the best part of the journey that the that party event and also the view from Maracas and you know walking around Maracas Beach and stuff like that. It's just a different experience. Okay, okay, okay. Sounds like it was awesome. Yes. But I did read somewhere that um you sprained your ankle. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> First of all, sorry okay that happened. <laughs> um, that's fine. I'm an open book. Um, basically, <sighs> prayer pressure is a thing. <laughs> oh Lord. <laughs> so you see, Miami Carnival. Um, um, probably you've seen in pictures of people dancing on police officers, people dancing on buildings, people dancing on trucks. So it was Juve morning. Juve and as the band and the people were walking because we played with jumbies there was a fence and a couple of girls were on it but then they got down so then two of my friends we decided to go up on there and it wasn't like a one two jump it was like a <laughs> a long jump a long oh, jump no. so basically we got up there and we started winding our waist and stuff like that but to get back down, that's where I messed up. I landed on the side of my foot. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like I said, peer pressure is a thing. Well, well, not even peer pressure is a thing, but, you know, wanting to do that as well. And, well, and then peer pressure because your friends are like, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. How bad was the sprain? Like, were you able to walk after? Yeah, how far into the party, too? Yeah. yeah. Too. How far into the trip? This, like, this was, this was, this was Juve morning. So, um, I think this was... Monday morning, Monday morning before um Carnival Monday, I believe. Damn. Right, because um Jewel morning was from six a.m. to, I think, no, I'm lying. Sorry, I think it was actually I can't remember the the morning the the time frame, but I know we got there around four. It was dark when y'all. Right, exactly, and then we finished around. I know I ate around eight, and then we had we took a little cat nap, and then we were got we got ready and went back out for Carnival Monday. Damn. So basically. I guess it really didn't hit me with adrenaline and, you know, the atmosphere and stuff like that. So it's when I got home, that's when I was like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> and I've never sprained, and I've never sprained or broken an ankle before. So I didn't even know this feeling. I just knew my foot hurt. So. Uh, wait, yeah. so you were fine. So wait, wait, hold on. I was like, okay. So you like fell, You got right back up? I thugged it up. The thing about it, I didn't fall. I landed wrong. Oh, that was okay, it. Okay. So I, I landed wrong and oh. I shook it out a little bit, you know, thinking it would go away. And also because you are doing all that walking around Miami Carnival, some of the pain can get confusing with as far as soreness and if this is actual pain. So I just thought my body was sore. <laughs> I just thought my feet were just hurting because of the long walking. And then when I got home, I was like, wait a minute. Oh, no. Wait Some, a minute. Something's up. Right. Hey, so it ain't, it, ain't, it ain't a good time if you don't hurt yourself. She does it out. Yeah. 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 Glad you yeah. healed up good, though. Let's <laughs> talk. So he can, you know, walk in and do his podcast. No, <laughs> <laughs> Three months later. <laughs> hey, ankle can take a long time to heal. For See, real. I never, yeah. <laughs> I've sprained an ankle before. I was yeah. on crutches for weeks. No, I'm kidding. Got but, um, ankles broken the basketball court. <laughs> never in live. A live. million years. Hey. <laughs> and um, so in the beginning, um, or I should say, like, what? Can we talk about like software? Like, how do you put your videos together? Like, or do you have like a game plan, or do you like wake up in the morning one day and just say, you know what, I'm gonna talk about this? Like, do you have a, a particular format, I should say, of how you go about doing your videos? I plan out the week of as far as the topics that I want to do, the dates that I want to record. Actually, with this recent video, I started a new method of, um, I guess, recording and editing at the same time. And I do record with my iPhone 7. Um, I'm still saving up to buy a Canon T3i. So in the meantime, my little iPhone 7 with a 12 megapixel 
it's really great and um i yeah, edit really also good. on my phone too with iMovie so everything's really done primarily on my phone when i first started i was using windows um media maker but because to transfer the um it's basically a long process to transfer the the video to basically um google photos and the transfer from google photos to windows media maker so it was a basically a longer process than me just editing the the video on my phone and uploading it straight to youtube um what was the next question what i mean what was the rest of the question i forgot oh yeah just wondering if like there was a particular process oh yeah yeah okay so this last video that i did basically what i did because um my phone has a specific amount of space most people would call this annoying and tedious but what i do is that i shoot in um segments i basically shoot in segments i edit the video that same time and then i basically save that video save that video to um my movie and then save that same video to my my camera roll and then delete all the other clips and basically do that keep doing that wow. so basically it's a edit like probably five clips put it in one file mm -hmm. save that one file to my my camera my camera roll and delete all those five clips okay and then start over again because iMovie's funny that after you basically delete those clips you can't edit the video again so basically you have to save that clip in order to add more to that clip so basically i add on to that clip as i go along wow. so basically wow. probably yeah. seven hours of video video recording and editing because it's harder to basically do that. It's it's harder and it's more tedious. Yeah, uh -huh. it's on your phone. Right, exactly. Wow. Mm, that's, that's dedication, cool. though. That, yeah. That's definitely you th you thugging it out again. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to all y'all who making that happen. Shit just happens. Right. You gotta work and develop your skill. And Absolutely. you know it's crazy when you actually get that equipment that allows you to to manipulate your your footage easier and record easier mm -hmm. and edit easier. Guess what? You're gonna be that much better like because you start up on the bottom. Right, right, right exactly. Like feel that you'll be like, wait. Like, oh, I know this. I was doing this in my head already. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, in one of your videos, you're talking about, um, like, going to school and just like that whole process of, um, like, doing grad school and, um, and trying to find like a job in your field and stuff like that, because a lot of us, that that's a struggle for pretty much almost everybody I know, honestly. That whole that transition from I'm in school to I'm in the work workforce. So tell us about that and like how you um, handle it with your situation. Well, um, first first and foremost, um, I always had a plan. I always have a plan because if I don't have a plan, I'm free falling and I don't know where I'm gonna land. So basically, um, as far as graduating with my my bachelor's, I felt like the next step was for me as far as to become a healthcare administrator um, to get my master's because most people in that role, they have a master's degree. And I wasn't thinking about the long-term effects. It's only probably when I was five months into my master's degree and I tried to find a job, that's when reality hit me and that's when people were telling me, I'd rather hire someone with 10 years of experience than you with your type of degree. And that's when I fell into the underqualified and the overqualified. Having over being overqualified with a Miami, with a Miami with a master's degree and being underqualified because of my I didn't have any experience. So that's when I started actively volunteering um, for um, a couple of um, clinics and um, clinics that were specifically dedicated to 
uninsured and un- underprivileged youth um, in the pediatric ward. Basically, we provided free health care to those children who um, were probably immigrants. Um, I guess I, the population at the time was um, people from Honduras okay. who just came um, basically into this country and their children, because they are immigrants, didn't have health care. So that's what we did as um, um, for that clinic. And I started volunteering because I needed the experience, ended up loving it, and ended up wanting to work for similar organizations who do, who do things like that. And that's when I started trying to get a job in the nonprofit sector, which is what I'm trying to do now. Because with nonprofit, you know that they're here for the cause. They're not here for the money. True. They're here to make a difference in the community. They don't care. Um, they care about their bills, of course, but they're more focused on making a difference in lives. Mm-hmm. And that's what I want to do. That's a beautiful right, thing. Word, word. So, um, yeah, that that is dope, and um, and volunteering. That's a good, good way for you know uh, anyone listening. To right, who, exactly. Who was trying to? Who was kind of going through a similar situation? Right, like, exactly. You know, just going out there volunteering, doing like different en- entry level positions, because that's a good way just to figure out what you want to do as well. And I will say, um, for those who are skeptical about um, doing volunteer experience. Um, you might see it as not counting, but experience at the end of the day is experience. Mm-hmm. So don't let that deter you from doing it just be- if you might think it's a waste of time or you think it might not count, but it is experience at the end of the day. And you learn a lot of skills. I know a lot of skills that I learned in my um, volunteer roles um, have made me into a better person. I look at things differently. I analyze things differently. And just my approach about everything is differently. And... Um, yeah, so I will say that volunteer service really, you know, changed me for the better. Hey, that's some um, wise advice to listeners. Take advantage. It's good to, you know, it's it's good to humble yourself and and do the good work because, you know, you find the real reason. Why am I talking low? Hey guys, (laughs) I'm here now. Um, No, and then you you know you find out if you're you're really about that if that's where your true passion is and which it clearly is for you. So, um, it, it takes a big heart to do your work. So, high five! Awesome. <laughs> Damn, hey, that was a solid high five. That was, it was a very solid. That was a very solid. Was was very solid <laughs> she had to have been <laughs> keyed in on the elbow. Yeah. So, um. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask the question back to your you here. How long have you been natural? Three years and two months. Three years and two months. Now, this is always this always has um interesting interesting answers. What did what made you want to go natural? Like, all right, hold on. <clears throat> Why did you go natural? To grow dreads. Okay. No. 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 <sighs> oh, okay, I see what you're saying. Okay, okay, you I see what, what you're saying. saying yeah. Okay, so um, beyond trying to grow dreads, I just yes. wanted a change, <laughs> and I felt like, um, as far as the industry I was in at the time, I saw a lot of individuals. Um, I think it was a lot of individuals were either wearing weave, and a, a lot of individuals were um, wearing a lot of protective styling. There was not a lot, a lot of um, natural hair in the. Um, in the workplace and back then or maybe even still today natural hair is kind of looked down onto and i guess at the time i also wanted to see if i was able to i guess 
stand out in the workplace and still be, I don't know, I guess still be, um, still flourish, I guess. Mm-hmm. So for me at the time, as I mentioned earlier, I am experimenting with different protective styling and I am um, exper- experimenting with different weaves and all that stuff. What but is protective styling? Basically, um, with natural hair, um, protecting your ends. So, you know, doing probably five or six cornrows and putting weave in there so that your hair will, hair will grow faster and it will also be protected. Because um, one thing a lot of naturals fail to realize when you do wear your hair out in the big afro or wear it in any any style that your ends are not protected, you base, sometimes you do more harm than good because your ends are so exposed. So to it's exposed to the sun, exposed to, um, you know, lack of water, lack of products in your hair at the end, specifically at the ends. So that's why a lot of trimming comes in, a lot of um, damage comes in the end, and that's why some peop- some naturals, um, they don't know how to retain their length because of that reason of them wearing their hair out. So with protective styling, you're, you're basically protecting your hair, and you're basically um, um, basically growing your hair at the same time. So that's why I'm a big advocate of it now, but back then, I, I guess shunning it a little bit, um, mm. I would say back then I was a little bit less involved. Like I said, when I first started my channel, I was just only focused on my journey, but I didn't know what it took into the journey, I guess the steps it took into the journey, and um, yeah, I was just really shunning weave, and I was shunning that, not saying, and I was wearing weave too, but I was shunning it, because I was like, oh, I'm about to be natural, no more weave, but <laughs> no, seriously, I was like, weave, where? But, you know, so... Um, yeah, I was just running it um back then, but then during you know experimenting and stuff like that, I realized you know weave is your friend, wigs are your friend. <laughs> weave is my best friend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I utilize them a lot. Well, I utilize them sometimes, but I'm still here. Hey, okay. Um, just to bring it back to the YouTube channel a uh, little bit, what do you what do you see for the future of the channel? Do you have anything in store? Anything? As far as is there anything special you wanted to do? Any dir- any specific direction you wanted to go on with your channel? I know I wanted to continue with the travel vlogging. Mm. Um, I know a lot of people, they like the fact that I was literally documenting every single day for Trinidad Carnival. They yeah, really cool. appreciated, yeah. especially with um, a specific event that a lot of people um wanted to get into they couldn't get into and a lot of people heard about it so they pr- really appreciated that event the most i think that's actually one of my most viewed videos yeah. because mm-hmm. a lot of people don't know about that event it's actually a really cool event it looks like it well, that's cool um as far as the youtube channel goes i just want to mention one thing mm-hmm. um i like when you like review the products mm-hmm. and you're not scared to like Say if it's whack or not off top, like you know what I'm saying. Like yeah. if you don't like it, you don't like it. You like it, you like it. You know what I'm saying. It, it was it was one Can thing. I, the clip. Yeah, with the, the baby wig. hairs. Oh no, I ain't even talking. That about one was funny. I was talking about the wig. <laughs> like you looked at a wig, you was like, I'm gonna come back to this later. Like you just looked at it with so much disgust. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna come back to that later. But if you continue, but it's like yeah, like a lot of reviewers aren't like that. They yeah. just praise it instead honest. of criticize it like constructive criticism of course but... the yeah they like, softball well, it yeah. could have been a little bit better yeah. construction but when you got that that um the wig stand from yeah. amazon you were like first of all <laughs> <laughs> look at this packaging <laughs> they didn't even spell mannequin right <laughs> so, that's so embarrassing that's the first thing i noticed <laughs> and we're like damn 
No love. <laughs> no, but she was right. It was, it yeah. was a very honest. Yeah. It was an honest review, and 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 people can appreciate real, mm-hmm. like you know, real as in honesty, like and. and it's crazy because um what i started doing on youtube because i started noticing that there were um not so genuine um people out there and that they were just basically doing either if it was sponsored or they were just getting paid for it i started actually looking for youtubers like me Mm. with little to less um less less than 100 followers because you know those followers are are not getting paid they're spending their hard-on coins because like i said these gurus out here most of them get it. There's a sponsor video. They're getting it for free, so it doesn't matter. Like if they, some people, they say basically what they want the com- they what they think the, the company wants them to say, and some some people keep it real. So I feel like instead of having that risk of trying to find that YouTuber YouTube girl that does do a really good review, I rather look onto people who are like me, who are un- upcoming, because you know they'll give you the truth. Word. So um, and it's crazy because if I ever get big. I'm still giving y'all the truth. I'm still coming with y'all with the real. Mm -hmm. Because y'all out here spending them coins. I know for me, like I said, the product haul, that's no joke. Like, I wasted a lot of money a couple years ago. It don't sound like a joke. Yeah, you did (laughs) mention something about how, like, you know, some product reviewers will get the, uh, you know, when they get these um, products for free to review, they get, get, like, the best possible, you know, the the manufacturer makes sure that the product is perfect Mm -hmm. for the reviewer. But then that screws out the consumer because, like, you know, they're trusting you when mm-hmm. you unknowingly or unwittingly are like giving this product this amazing review when really it's the manufacturer just giving trying, giving sort of a false. Um, well, the manufacturer should give the same consideration to the consumer. Yeah, yeah, that's how you keep customers. That's what they should really do. Exactly. And there's That'd a few be, out there. Yeah, there are some mm-hmm. of them out there. And there's a few out there. Mm-hmm. And big ups to them. But what I would like to see, I guess, for the what I would like to see in the future is that when a review is being done, um, that they specifically say that this is what I got. Not necessarily not saying basically what you might get is not necessarily the same type of type of, I guess, quality and type the same type of product that I'll get. So they need to say that. To, so that the basically the the reviewer the review the the basically the person that's watching the video they know what they're getting themselves into they know that they might not be getting that same ex, um same product because with that false hope yeah that's how you fail and that's why a lot of people get bad reviews like oh you lied to me oh I'm not getting the same product oh this wig is trash oh this product is trash but it's because of what they got so true, true. that's what I'm actually gonna start doing saying this is what I yeah. got this is how it works for me. It might not necessarily work for you, but this is the review. You're encouraging people to think for themselves, right? Exactly. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, you gotta try try different things, you know? Cause I I went through a similar situation too when I started my dreads. It's like trying to find what what's the best stuff to put in your hair and stuff like that. And it took a, I mean, it took a while to realize like it didn't really need much of my help to to just do what it does, you know? So. Mm-hmm. You know, there's definitely that learning curve, you know, and you know that's because you want a Puerto Rican <laughs> <laughs> and a quarter native. That's, that, that's my Ethiopian roots, my brother. <laughs> <laughs> Cradle of motherfucking civilization. <laughs> anyway, um, the mood run deep. <laughs> but um, guys, it might be. 
I think it might be. I think that's a podcast. Just like before we do, is there anything in particular you wanted to say, Leash? Anything you came out here, that, a message that you want to just give out to anyone, any of your viewers? Um, just two. Um, with YouTube, especially if you're new, you're new to YouTube. Just because you have a phone, you don't have a camera, don't let that stop you. Mm. Yeah. Like, wow. yes, it's tedious work, like I mentioned, but as long as you're committed, as long as you're willing to keep that um, going and also keep that consistency. Consistency is very important when you're doing YouTube because once you fall off, it's basically, I guess, the line between trust and not being able to trust you. That's where the subscribers go, you know, across the fence. And um, another thing, um, we have another tour in Chicago on June 11th, Atlanta, August 20th, and Los Angeles on September 17th. So um, since I've been working with this group and, you know, getting to know Sheila Marie, I just wanted to say on this podcast that it's been a great experience getting to know the team that we have here in Miami and also getting to know the team and um, the team all across um, Atlanta, Chicago and L.A. And it's just been really an eye opener experience. And I just feel so lucky and grateful that I was chosen to be a volunteer. Awesome. Congrats. Sounds like Thank a you. Experience. And that's a <clears throat> that's a really dope event. Like some something to do. That's definitely promoting self love, like you say. But especially for women, it's nowadays we we need that. Word. We definitely need yeah. that. That that's great work right there too. Word. Word. Thank you again, um, Nish, for having for coming on to the podcast and, and <laughs> for having us, for having us yeah. in your world. <laughs> You know, thanks for coming. Thanks for you know vibing with us, shopping with us. You know, it's definitely you know good uh good vibes. Yeah, good vibes. Y'all make sure y'all hit her um IG, YouTube, and Twitter. Sometimes Caribbean Kinks. Yes, put the S on it, or she gonna get kinks. Yeah, or you gonna might get a porn site. I accidentally typed in Caribbean Kink. And it was like Caribbean sex party, and I was like, "What? Yeah. Oh my god!" Bar? Like yeah, no. party, but then like the moment I put the S on, I just see Nisha's face. Yeah, like, all of her videos. Yeah. And I'm like, ah, there's a very fine line. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, there's a very di different experience <laughs> if you don't put the S on it. So yes, but, um, <laughs> follow her on all social media. Um, this has been the Physics Study Group. This is your boy. Flocka Zulu, otherwise known as that nigga over there. <laughs> and this is your boy David Beaumayer, a.k.a. the People's Champ. A.k.a. Jones in voice. <laughs> <laughs> a.k.a. I just woke up. <laughs> and this has been your boy Crowd Daddy, a.k.a. Dramatic. As the world knows me as, know me as, whatever. <laughs> you be sleepy now we're just getting late. <laughs> you gonna call you Sleepy J and, and it's your boy Shadow. Don't ever Ranks. call me that. Okay. <laughs> Sleepy J. That sounds like your rap name. It actually sounds like a cartoon character in a kids show. A hey bad guys, kid. Sleepy J. Hey guys, why we gotta wake up so early? <laughs> oh, are you so sleepy, Sleepy J? Wake up, yeah. wake up. It's time to start the day. <laughs> You're a fucking lazy, Sleepy J. We multifaceted here at the TPS. We're about to run. Yeah, yeah, but so. hey, thank y'all for listening. 
Thank you, Nish, for coming through and yes, being such an you. excellent Thank black you for person. having me. Yes. I really appreciate you guys giving me this opportunity. Oh, yeah. No right. problem. We, Expect we your EBP package soon. Yes, it will be coming mm-hmm. soon. <laughs> We're figuring out the contents. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, need, we need a lady consultant. Ooh, <laughs> if Snappers had a gift card. Oh, what? Snap. Okay, so about the gift card, no, Snappers gift hey, card. Hey, hey, fun fact. Niche put me on them Snappers wings back in the day. Uh, with the bread with it. Oh, oh man, my God. That powder. shit is whatever, flames. Whatever that crack they put it's on. It's lemon pepper, lemon but pepper it's powder. Right. No, it's lemon crack. It's, it's, <laughs> <laughs> lemon season. It's the best. Shout out oh, Snappers. So yeah, shout out Snappers. Yo, shout out Snappers. Nah, Niche is my key a nigga. I don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh hey, Niche. Niche had me drinking Henny because I was wasn't feeling man enough. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> Nish, tell them where you're from. Which, which county? Oh, wait. Wait, what? What do you mean, which county? Dade. Oh, <laughs> oh okay. Kind of ruined that. Completely missed it. Okay. Delete, delete. Born and raised in the county, Dade. Hey, shout out to the But um, we're going to catch y'all next week where we have more antics. Shenanigans. Shenanigans. Word. Shenanigans and education. That's a good way to put it. Upliftment. Yeah. For shizzle. Word. So, y'all do your homework. <laughs> yeah, we're going to end this podcast with something else happening. <laughs> right. Good night, y'all. Peace.